0: your family comfort your husband comfort your baby and you as well in the name of jesus thank you father god all right i love you sister all right bye-bye so i have listened to this voicemail so many times and I, i hate to be the person to like share my feelings show weakness but That was the last time I heard my brother. Cause that day my mom left, she got a call from my sister. That he, that he passed away, just like that. No time for anybody to hope and pray. He was in the gym, and he passed away. And this is why I'm even doing this, because April fifteenth he called me. It was my husband's birthday. I had I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes. I was like, I'm gonna call it back. told myself I was going to call him back after that call, after I was dealing with what I was dealing, but I guess God had other plans. Um, I didn't find out till later, cause you know, um, my siblings were afraid that I was, you know, gonna go into labor prematurely if I did know, but I had dreams that he was gone. For people that go through grief and people who are dealing with grief, because um, I, for the longest time, I had to keep it together, because when I found out I was close to term, I mean, I was close to labor, and I had to suppress all my feelings to not, you know, um, it, it wasn't really called premature at that point, because I was like 37 weeks, but... I had to hold it and be strong. And for the longest time, I haven't. I wasn't strong. I was dead inside. I was away from family. You know, people think that after the funeral, you get some type of closure. You don't. And why am I even sharing this? This is a very personal thing for me. Mike was like a life coach to me. And he inspired me to get back and do this. Because, you know, I I, I got a hold of this one YouTube channel that was talking about you don't ever move on when you lose someone you love you don't move on you carry them with you and this is a way to, for me to honor you Mike because you were a life coach you were the type of person that believed in me so much um I would go back on Instagram and see those videos that you messages you would leave me like I'm so proud of you I'm, I'm you know you inspire me but no you inspired me I decided to celebrate your life every day. To live for what you weren't able to obtain. You had so much purpose. My brother had so much ambition. He was a life coach. He motivated people. And I find myself wanting to do this because I want to motivate people. I want to be authentic and I don't want to be on social media if it doesn't make any sense because for the longest time I, I didn't want to do anything. I had my son thank God who forced me to not have a nervous breakdown. I didn't have the time to. <laughs> so people would ask me, it's just like, I don't even have time to like, it's like you're dealing with mourning, but at the same time you got this child who's like, I need my bottle. like make it happen. Uh, so, you know, I pushed through, but I would like to leave a message. If someone is on YouTube and and is, was like me and is searching for a, a message on Dealing with grief. I want to share this with you guys. And number one is there's no time limit. People don't really understand. And if I'm completely honest myself, I didn't understand this until it happened to me. But people just kind of get tired of hearing it. Um, there's no time limit to more. it could take a year. It could take five years. It could take for the rest of your life. There's no... There's no time limit in mourning someone that you love. Take as much time as you freaking need. And for those who don't understand it, uh, conserve your energy and don't share it with people that won't understand. Because honestly, unless that has happened to you, it is hard for you to understand. So kind of understand people, but at the same time, conserve your energy. The other thing I would say is Accept the scars that come with this wound. You know, for the longest time, I was trying to like force myself to be okay. The truth is, when you get a wound, you have scars, and in this case, you have scars on your in your heart. You know, and it's going to take your time. Some time. So, sis, bro, anyone who's listening to this, like, this is this is equality for all. You know, this is non-biased. Like for anyone dealing with loss, um, just accept it, (laughs) accept the fact that it's going to hurt after a while. It doesn't hurt so bad. (sighs) For the longest time, I didn't understand what was happening to me. Um, I was in a state of inertia, you know, and, I came up with that word obviously when I was reading a book, an audio book for Wayne Dyer, because I was desperate. Like I was listening to podcasts, anything to encourage yourself, you know, because it's hard when all your siblings are going through the same thing to get encouragement from them, because everyone is just dealing, you know. Um, I was depressed, and it's such a taboo in our community, especially. In the African community, it's like, no, pray, God will heal you. No, ma'am, you can have God and therapy. It's, listen, it's much needed. Um, I was listening to audiobook. I was listening to this book talk about, you know, how to deal with the loss of a sibling. It wasn't really helpful for me because it kept on just talking about the mournful situation. Um, I know my brother would have wanted us to be I don't want to say that he would want us to be strong, but I know that he would have wanted us to to keep moving forward. To he was such a motivational person and he believed in me so much that I didn't want to make that situation. I didn't want life to happen to me. I wanted to make happen life through me. You know what I mean? Like use the situation to honor him and celebrate him. So, you know, I came against, I came across Wayne Dyer's book, um, had to be a no limit person. And they just kind of talked about the different stages that we go through in being stuck. And, you know, going from the stage of inertia to coping, to mastering. um, And right now I could say I'm I'm coping, but um, it takes time. But you have to understand where you are. And, and and like I said, take as much time as you are, but the key is to not allow your pain to immobilize you. There's nothing wrong with feeling the pain. Like I said, sometimes 50% sad, 50% happy. You know, I said I had the best thing happen to me, having my baby, my child who was healthy, you know, had a great experience in the hospital to the worst possible thing at the same time, my brother passing away. Like, I was like, God, what the you know, like what? You know, uh, it, it was it could have it could have easily went south. Um, I don't know how it made it, but I think my my boy, I think maybe he was broad in an exact exact same time because I was like, he needs me. I need to be strong. Um, but back to what I was saying, you know, first thing is take as much time as you are as you need. Second thing is fifty percent. You'll be fifty percent sad, fifty percent. Happy sometimes, and it's okay. And you can be happy, you can have happy moments, and you'll have shitty moments. Yeah, the next thing I would say is just be gentle with yourself. You know, like I said, don't be hard on yourself, don't expect yourself to be this cherry person. Listen, I was out of social media, I'm still kind of out of social media. I just give myself, I I blacked out, I wasn't responding to people. I'm thankful. And you know what, What's the worst thing to really tell someone that's lost somebody, and I know people mean well, is, you know, um, this was God's will. You know, people saying it was God's plan, it was in God's will, or people saying, you're still going through this? Like, oh, she's moody, says, take your brother time, like. Take your time in dealing with this. There's, you know, the fear of missing out and all that. You know, sometimes when I say be gentle with yourself, pay attention to your heart, pay attention attention to what you're feeling, Um, which leads me to the next topic, mental awareness. I was depressed, and I have no shame in saying that. There's no taboo. There's levels to depression. There's, like, mental, when you're, like, needing pills, there's, like... Psychotic, you know, bipolar. There's levels to it, but I always feel like if you don't deal with the small things, it could really quickly catch. You know, get to the 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 big things. And you know, anxiety and depression is just basically a person not being able to cope with trauma, PTSD. Like you, you have a traumatic experience in your life, and you just don't know how to cope. And this is, you know, I'm, I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to give any mental diagnosis to anybody, but if you are dealing with this, get a therapist, you know. Get a therapist if you can. You know, sometimes you can go to church and it works for you. If it does, yeah, great. But if it doesn't, sometimes you need to talk to someone that's not family, that's just there for you to to listen and to pay attention to those red flags. I got in therapy. I would talk to my therapist like twice every, every two weeks to the point where it was like monthly. And there's dark days and then there are happy days. I honestly feel like we don't know the power of our hearts. Our hearts can literally expand to being able to love this new being and mourn someone that you love at the same time, it's, it's, it's possible. Uh, the next thing I would really say is find something to live for. For me, it was my son. Uh, my son, I am thankful for my husband because he was very understanding. He didn't get it. Sometimes I was annoyed by him, but he was there. He was there and um, to help me when I just needed a break from the baby and I just needed to cope. Um, you know, them, you know, my son, my husband, my family, knowing that my parents are alive and. I I lived for them. I fought for them. So that's the other thing I would say: find something to live for. Find something to fight for, because it can easily go go south. Honestly, Um, the other thing is like find out what works for you. You know, I I mentioned therapy, prayer, church, uh, fellowship, working out, perspective. I got into a marathon, but it was a little too ambitious. You know, so a 5K. You know, something that keeps your body moving. They usually say, you know, it's hard. To stay in a state of depression when you're in motion so the keys to to get into emotion some type of motion like i mentioned it doesn't mean you ignore the pain it's just you don't let the pain immobilize you and trust me that's that's hard harder to do than it is um you know doing this channel like i said it's in honor of my brother i'll be posting every time at 5 15 p.m why that because it's my brother's birthday um any way that i can find to honor him you know we my sisters and i started this channel this page on instagram uh, for lifestyle he loved to work out motivate and in, invest in a youth so it's called fit like mike because my brother was on point if y'all know him y'all know what i'm talking about so y'all can find it on instagram it's fit.like like mike um you know i got this tattoo of his birthday Uh, yeah, mama, I know you weren't into this, but this is the only way that I told myself every day to celebrate his life and that he could always be with me. So May 5th, I mean, May 15th, 1985 was his birthday. So I choose to celebrate his life. Um, the other thing I want to say is perspective. That's the perspective that gets me through instead of focusing on what I've lost, I choose to focus on his life, the memories. My brother's, the best memory I have with him is teaching me how to play soccer in high school, you know, stuff like that. He had a contagious, like, laugh. He he gave the best hugs, like, his entire energy. And he knew how to make people feel good about themselves. And this is why I'm back and trying to motivate other people because I want to be that type of person that's like, yo, sis, you have potential, and make you feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did for me. You know, other things like I would say is, you know, um, yeah, talking about how great your loved one is to other people. You don't have to shut down. You don't have to be silent. You can keep his memory or their memory going. That's why people create entities in the name of their family members or loved ones because their life continues to live forward with that. So um, that's what I would share with you guys. Honestly, um, you know, it's been hard for me to get back on social media cause I was like, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't want to be fake anymore. You know, when stuff like this happens to you, it's like, you just want to be your most authentic self and just keep it real. Like it's okay to not be okay. Uh, but the key is to not let that immobilize you. People have survived it. And, you know, I, I, I do this for my family, I do this for my brother. So yeah, that's a little bit of that. You know, stay tuned for a series that I'm gonna come up with that talks about, you know, um five steps on being a no limit person. And this is from when I had read out from um my my what's his name? Wayne Dyer, uh an audio that I was reading during my time, uh my my, my mental Emotional breakdown moments that basically talks about how to be a no limit person. Um, obviously the title was very daring when I read it. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> a little too ambitious, but what he talks about it is, you know, not being limited by circumstances that happen to us in life. And he talks about the state of inertia, which is where you can find yourself in right now where you just stuck and, it's going to take time, sis, bro, homie, whatever, white people, black people, two Um, It's going to take time, but don't let it immobilize you. So, yeah, um, stay tuned for the next series. I hope you liked it, and this is for you, Mike. So I found this Well, I I heard this from uh, Oprah. Y'all know Oprah be the guru on these deep quotes. So I looked it up and it was from Howard Thurman. And it says, ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I just thought that was like, ooh, for the moment. Because, you know, when you have like things like this that happen to you, you you struggle to come back alive. And if, if you've been this, you, you know what I'm saying. So then you kind of examine everything that you do and you ask yourself what makes you come alive. And for me, inspiring and motivating others because to get unstuck, I want to help women come alive. And if it's through my motivation, if it's through this video, if it's through my story, um, if you can say, if she did it, I can do it. Um, then by all means, this is what, this matters, you know what I mean? Um, social media without a goal is like a low level of motivation because you get caught up in, if you're watching this on, say, Instagram, because I probably will post it at some point, if your life is all gravy and perfect, perfectly curated, then keep scrolling, keep scrolling, because this is for people that are imperfect. Uh, piece is about people with flaws that are aiming to master their own life, their own journeys, to basically take something that seems very messy and find hope in it. Um, if this is not you, then by all means, just just keep, just keep, keep scrolling because I, I, I want to help people that are passionate about pressing through. Um, you help someone along the way. You know, we're all having human experiences as humans. You know, we all just... Like I said, there's no taboo in going through depression or being stuck or feeling like you're not alive. Like, you know, I had this conversation with some, you know, some of my siblings, like, why do I feel this way? Like, it's okay, you know? Um, but I want, you know, if anything, if if I could have, like, motivated one person, especially my family members, to come alive, then my job would have been comp- uh, completed. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to help people find some beauty in a messy situation to go from a level of being immobilized um, and to come alive. And it's going to be a journey, but I'm also in a journey. And I want you guys to walk through this journey with me. So yeah, that that's the deep moment, y'all. That's a deep quote. Um, but there's a quote, I, another quote. I'm sorry, last quote. But it's very deep, I promise you. Um, this is what it says, and it just inspired me because if you are alive, there's a purpose, right? Um, it says, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is there that you will find, I think this is by Les Brown, but you may have quoted somebody else, so I don't want somebody to be like, no, it's not actually, so whatever, I'm just saying, disclaimer. The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is there that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled. The books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step. Keep with, the, keep with the problems or determine to carry out your dream. Imagine being on your deathbed and standing around you as the ghost of dreams. The ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities, the talents given to you by life. That you, for whatever reason, you never went after your dream. You never acted on those ideas. You never used those talents. You never used those gifts. And there they are standing beside your deathbed saying, looking at you and saying, you, no, basically looking at you with large eyes and saying, large angry eyes, saying, we came to you. And only you could have given us life. And now we must die with you. Forever. Les Brown again. I say this to basically say come alive and fulfill your potential. What else do you have to lose? Tomorrow is not promised. So, if you listen into this out there, you know, this is not just for those that have been through traumatic experiences, those who are finding themselves. You don't have anything to lose because tomorrow's not guaranteed. So, don't get stuck in perfection focus on progress, progress, not perfection. So that's it. Um, make sure you stay tuned for my next series, uh, on the master's piece. I also have a podcast called the master's piece podcast on all platforms, uh, Spotify, um, uh, Apple anchor, you know, make sure you follow because I will be posting on there as well for those who prefer audio um, those who prefer visual, this is why I'm doing this as well. So stay tuned, subscribe. You can find me on Instagram. I haven't been there lately, but you know, you can catch me here on YouTube, <laughs> but you know, you can find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Cadessy is my Instagram name. And the brand master's piece is called master's piece with an S. So it's masters M A S T R S P I E C on instagram so check out you know uh the latest things coming up with this brand and um i hope you all will have the boldness to choose to come alive despite the oppositions on your life so um i'm gonna check y'all later but i got to go now i'm a little hot out here but um yeah thanks for tuning in to your girl and i'm back uh I may post every two weeks, but I'll be back. You know, I don't want to make any crafty uh, promises yet. (laughs) He's working on me. All right, guys, I will see you later. Bye.